Hello and welcome to the ALN Academy Talks. This is Angelica. The ALN Academy is an institute to promote the rule of law through education for the development of Africa. It focuses on promoting the skills that the legal practitioners, lawyers and African governments need by actively contributing to the development and transfer of scientific knowledge. Today's talk is on education and rule of law. We recently had the opportunity to interview Rosa Nduati Mutero, partner at ALN Kenya and Jarwala Ankana. Rosa is also the patron of ALN CSR committee. The interview took place at HOREC, Hope for Orphans Rescue Center, and it focuses on how education can promote the rule of law and the culture of lawfulness by encouraging learners to include the rule of law in the curriculum, by encouraging learners to move from the learning about and learning about the rule of law and learning about the risks and crimes to learning to act. So education is key in terms of promoting the rule of law because it does two things. Yeah. One, um, it helps the children to learn about the rule of law. And then secondly, it helps the children to, to learn to do. So the two aspects are actually quite important. It's good for the kids to get cognitive uh, uh, skills about how to identify what the rule of law is, yeah. and then the skill to be able to practice it. And so the value system uh, is taught through education. And so that um, is actually quite key for children. How should the rule of law be included in our education system, especially from the beginning of the stages? So I said one of the things we are doing here is actually renovating um, uh, some two classrooms so that they can be used by the very young kids, yeah. the ones who haven't qualified yet for formal schooling. And we'd like for those kids to start to learn um, in a small way and in their own way, in a language that they understand about the rule of law. Yeah. And the rule of law is about a value system, is what is the right thing to do, when is the right thing to do it, what is the right thing that should happen to me, what are the rights that I should have, um, uh, what are the things that are guaranteed for me just as a human being. Yeah. And those things you can teach even in a small way to small children. It's very important that um, the curriculum whether that's, uh, uh, that is uh, advanced by the government, to teach skills around the rule of law. And that is because the rule of law is about two things. When you're a citizen of a country, you have rights, but you also have obligations. And those rights and obligations encompass what the rule of law is. It's what is your obligation as a citizen or as a resident of a country? What are the things that you should do uh, and not do to yourself and to others? And then secondly, um, what are the things that are right for you? So in our constitution, we have quite a number of rights that have been entrenched. Actually, the Kenyan constitution has been uh, applauded as one of the more advanced constitutions, black letter law, on, uh, on the rule of law and on human rights. And that's really key. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the, the education system has to be um, tailored in such a manner that it teaches the children those rights and those obligations that all encompass the rule of law. So how should institutions ensure that the rule of law and culture of lawfulness is impacted in our society? So remember the two things we talked about, there's about learning yeah. about and then learning to. 
So um, what the education system needs to be careful to do is make sure they are not teaching black letter law only. Um, it's all good to sit in a class and to learn I have this right or I have this obligation. More important yeah. is to learn how to practice it. How do you make sure you're not violating somebody else's rights? How you make sure your own rights are not being violated? Where do you go to if you have a, um, your right is violated? And then the other thing that the school system has to teach is that it's not always about I, the individual, but it's about we as a community. So the education system should teach children how to take care of each other and how we take care of our environment, how we take care of our country. All those are encompassed within the rule of law. Um, in a place, in many places in Kenya, there are quite a number of underprivileged um, children. Um, this home where we are, we've explained that um, uh, the children here have been infected or affected by HIV. Yes. And that can cause them to be stigmatized, for example. Yeah. For them to know that just because you're infected or affected by HIV doesn't mean that you don't have rights. That needs to be very clear to the children. Yeah. And they need to be able to know how it is that they're expected to live their lives, not as people who feel underprivileged, but as people who can um, espouse their, their own power and their own strength and achieve their own potential. And that can only happen within the confines of the rule of law. So what is the government of Kenya doing to ensure that uh, the children in our society access the right and quality education? So I may not be quite qualified to speak for the, for the government, but from what I've seen, I think there are important strides that Kenya uh, as a country has taken, the government has taken. Introducing free education uh, back in the Kibaki era was a good step. Yeah. Um, and I know it came with its ills of having too many children in classrooms and things like that. But the right for each child to have an education is really paramount. Every child should have a good level of education. And so introducing free education was one thing. The other thing we've seen the government go out to do is um, partner with uh, other institutions, both local and international, such as the GPI, to ensure that um, uh, education is, is key yeah. and uh, that education is at the right level um, at the right time for the children yeah. so that it is appropriate for their for their ages we've seen them roll out the new curricula it has had a lot of noises around it uh, but there are good aspects out of that curricula because it is based on practic practical teaching to the children that is my understanding of it and as far as it can achieve that then it not only teaches the learning to, but learning, uh, not learning about, but learning to. Okay. So is there an act in the Kenyan government law that supports the children with disabilities to access quality education? Kenya has a very robust um, legal system for purposes of recording uh, human rights. Yeah. So right from the constitution that was um, and, uh, came into force in 2010, it is very clear about the rights of disabled people or what we now like to call differently abled um, people. Yeah. And so in there, there's a right for disabled people to access education. The other thing that has uh, been entrenched into our law is ensuring that all facilities, educational facilities, offices, um, and other types of uh, uh, premises are actually suitable for uh, people with disabilities to use. And that enables um, children who are differently abled to access the education facilities where they are going. And actually, there's also a right for disabled children to receive education that is appropriate to um, 
the disability that they may be, the challenge that they may have, whether that is um, blindness or whether that is deaf um, or whatever it is that makes them differently abled. Then that, that's why we have schools that are sponsored by the government and also sponsored by non-government organizations that um, cater to these uh, children. Are the facilities enough? Of course not. Um, and uh, there's always room and work to do. And so this is an encouragement um, for corporates and uh, non-governmental organizations, people who have corporate social responsibility um, arms like we do, to reach out and ensure that we can increase the facilities and the access for children who are differently abled. So uh, my question is, is there a correlation between the education and uh, the level, the declining of poverty in Kenya? I think, I think the answer of that would definitely be yes. Education is a bridge to success, like I saw on a, a school motto, um, one school motto that I came across uh, on the road. And why education is a bridge to success is it gives you tools uh, in your hands that can help you to change your circumstances. Yeah. So whether you are underprivileged um, uh, or not, education helps you uh, bring out your talent and your skills. And those talents and skills can then help you to, I guess, to propel yourself out of an underprivileged situation. Yeah. And there are so many stories of that yeah. um, and examples of that where people who are underprivileged, they have got a, a good education. And that's why you would see, you would want to sponsor a, a, a charity such as this one yeah. and many other uh, children's homes that we support and, uh, and schools that we support. We support them so that they can be able to give these children who are underprivileged an education. Yeah. And that education can um, give them the tools to break out of the cycle of poverty that a lot of them find themselves in. Okay. So as the Kenyan government is trying to uh, implement education rights, are there any challenges that they are facing and is there anything we can do to support them? I think the government faces a lot of challenges. Yeah. Um, to begin with, there's just not enough resources. Um, between their recurring budget, which is of course quite big, they hardly have enough to do other things. And so I think the government needs support and will always need support yeah. from private citizenry. It actually goes back to the rule of law discussion that we were saying. Yeah. As responsible citizens, we should be able to see where there are gaps. So um, we can't be in a place where we are saying tunataka serikali to or in English, we want the government to come and help us. Yeah. Um, as responsible citizens, we need to be able to step in and see where there are gaps and challenges and how can we fill those gaps and challenges in a responsible manner. Yeah. So I think um, uh, corporates, individuals, uh, people who have uh, even just a little more than the underprivileged, they can do a lot to just help the society and to help um, those who are underprivileged to break out of their cycle of poverty. Okay, so uh, what has NK or Anjawala in Kana done to support the rule of law and what has been the impact? Um, the need is vast. And like we've, we've uh, discussed uh, today, yeah. there are very many underprivileged people. The number of people in Kenya living under the poverty line, and indeed in Africa, is, is big. Yeah. And the task can be daunting. But I think everyone has their little thing that they can do. One of my um, favorite people is actually Wangari Madai. And she tells the story of the hummingbird. And the hummingbird, as the rest of the animals were looking at uh, the big forest that was on fire, and the hummingbird was taking a drop of water up and down, up and down, up and down. 
And when the big animals were asking the hummingbird, what are you doing? The hummingbird said, I'm doing my little thing. And um, the hummingbird was doing all that they can. And in our way, in our own way, um, Anjala and Kana is committed as the leading law firm in, in Kenya and indeed in, uh, in Africa. We are committed to uphold the rule of law and we do this through uh, two ways. Of course, with the daily work that we do, but more specifically also through our pro bono work and our corporate social responsibility work, we are committed to uplifting the rule of law in Africa. And so through our pro bono work, we take up um, uh, certain pillars of society where there are underprivileged people and we provide our legal services for free. And that service, we provide it in key areas that we feel can have a huge impact on the rule of law. Yeah. The second place is, uh, uh, the second way we do it is through our corporate social responsibility. And this is where we use our resources, uh, so finances from ourselves and our friends and friends of Anjal and Kana. And we help, we go out and help worthy causes, whether that's in the environment, whether that is children, whether that is old people, um, uh, within our five pillars. We support those pillars to ensure that the organizations that we partner with um, do the work which is quite key in promulgating or ensuring that the rule of law is followed. Corporate Social Responsibility Committee. The committee is made up of members from our Nairobi office, our Mombasa office, and incorporates our Tanzania and Dubai office. Yeah. And they are the hands and feet of the whole farm to help with our corporate social responsibility. Yes. And so we have five pillars that we support. One of those pillars is children and another is environment. So every year we have an anchor event. So we do quite a number of events um, the whole year. But at the end of the year, um, as part of our giving uh, back, we do one big uh, anchor event. And today we are very pleased to be here at HOREC. HOREC stands for um, Hope for Orphans Rescue Center. Um, this center was started back in 2005 and um, they rescue children who are infected and affected by HIV. Yeah. We first came here in 2014 um, and we helped to uh, paint, put tiling um, on the floors and quite a number of things that we did. We planted uh, the shamba um, and uh, quite a number of things that we did back in 2014. Yeah. And since then we've had um, quite a number of uh, projects with Horek. And so today, yeah. um, Imelda, we've come to visit the children. Yeah. We've come to do a number of projects. One of them is tree planting to support our environment. And we are going to plant 50 trees, yeah. um, both uh, fruit trees and non-fruit trees, so that the, the place, as you can see, is quite hot. Yeah. And the trees will help the environment. And we also want to teach the children about the environment. Um, the other thing we are doing is we are renovating two classrooms so that the young children who have not um, qualified yet by age to go to formal school, they can have a, a class setting. Yeah. And so we'll be painting the walls, we'll be doing the Mabati structures and what have you. Um, the other thing we are doing is painting the, 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 the home and put some um, children-friendly cartoons so that it can make it uh, more children-friendly for yeah. the kids. Yeah. We've also come with supplies. So we've come with uh, unga, we've come with rice, we've come with beans, uh, we've come with cooking oil, we've come with sanitary pads for the girls, um, and a host of other things. So Imelda, we are, we are doing our little thing. And supporting a lot of people. Yes.
Thank you very much. So as we conclude this interview, this discussion of ours, can you please give us your parting shot? I think I feel privileged and on behalf of Anjahal and Kana, we are honored to be able to have the resources to do something like this. Yeah. And I think a lot more can be done. And so my, my clarion call is to anyone who has a little bit more. There are so many people who just don't have enough. And there are many things that we can do to help them. So I'm calling upon other uh, corporate social responsibility uh, 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 departments in companies, and there are many who are doing good work. There are foundations that are doing good work. But more of us can put our hands to the plow and, uh, and help those who are underprivileged and help to lift the standard of the rule of law in Kenya and in Africa. The truth is, if we uplift the rule of law in Kenya and in Africa, even this issue of poverty will start to get behind us and will start um, to tame it because right now it's just completely out of control. But upholding the rule of law tames poverty. Thank you very much, Rosa. Uh, I am going away with uh, two takeaways, togetherness and giving back to the society. Through giving back, we impact lives, and that is what exactly has been done here today. You've given a lot of things, and I've seen a lot of smiles, very bright smiles in the faces of the children. And so that means even as we go away, we leave them still smiling, and we leave them with food to eat for a few days or a few months, and that is very important. It was an absolute uh, pleasure having you here today. Thank you so much, and welcome back another time. Thank you, Melda, my pleasure. Thank you for watching us. This conversation will be available on the ALN Academy's YouTube channel and podcast platform. If you have any questions related to this session, please do not hesitate to reach out to us at info at See you in our next talk.